Hey, Courtney. Hey, Sasha. I've got a question for you. I've got an answer. Why wasn't there any food after the monster party? I don't know. Why wasn't there any food after the monster party? Because everyone was a goblin. Whoa! It's spoop hour. struggle bus with bad jokes today we, we are we did like four takes <laughs> it was not good it was fabulous it's a uh, monday evening um, um i personally have been awake since about 3 15 this morning when my basically all of my breathing holes were like let's not breathe anymore <laughs> and so since then i've been awake and all of my best laid plans for taking a nap today just did not go through oh, no. so here i am <laughs> i uh I overslept today. I'm um, jealous. I, only, I did hear you get up, and I was yeah. like, hmm. I only woke up because um, Julia and Steph were texting our uh, group chat. I rolled over. I don't remember this, but I turned off all my alarms. We need to, This is not the first time you've done this. We no, need to get you different alarms. I need to get a new alarm or like change up the sounds on my, my alarm or whatever. Do you want it's, to borrow the Hello Kitty alarm clock? I, I might. Have? Because it makes a noise that will wake you up. Yeah. It'll make you think that we're being bombed, <laughs> but it will wake you up. Because it's like, eh, 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 no. But like. Yeah, it'll get me up. It will get you going. Yeah. And it's Hello Kitty, and so if, if you push a button, the bedposts light up. Oh, <laughs> Don't you have really questions cute, about why right? I have a Hello Kitty I, I actually <laughs> don't have any questions about this. It's, it's, it, it was feels, a gift. It feels like that would be a natural thing for you to have. It's actually an inside joke mm-hmm. with my brother in that, be, like, it basically goes back to because I studied Japanese, it's obviously because I loved Hello Kitty, and that's the only oh, reason I studied yeah. Japanese. So there was a good, like, six-year period where he just bought me all this Hello Kitty shit every holiday. Just, like, random things. Like, yeah. I had a Hello Kitty mouse. Oh. Um, I had the Hello Kitty mouse pad. I had a Hello Kitty keyboard. I had the Hello Kitty alarm clock. Mm. And of all of those things, the only one I still use is the Hello Kitty mm. alarm clock. Because while the mouse was cool, and it had Hello Kitty in a little bathtub, Aww. and it, she, like, floated, it yeah. was all cute. Except when you plugged it into your computer, it was, like, disco rave lighting and rainbow colors. And it was impossible to do anything because it was just like, and it was too much. I'll try and find it for you, but it was, it was, my brother was like, it couldn't possibly be that bad. And then he plugged it in and he was like, oh, no. Yeah. Have you seen, I don't let a lot of people into my, my bed chambers. I went the one time. But my, the top There was two, something about your yeah. window. Yeah. I don't remember why I was in there. The top two bookshelves are all Hello Kitty things. <laughs> oh, so, so she'd be in good company. I, yeah, she would And be. she'd wake you the fuck up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she, she would. Uh, there was, oh, so 
Yeah, so I overslept, texted my friends that I overslept, and I was, like, you know, sprinting to work, mm. and I was, you know, checking my email while I was driving, and I was like, oh, there, you know, like, okay, the meeting started at 8.30, and, like, there's nothing here that says that we're getting, like, food or coffee or whatever, so I stopped at Starbucks, got my, got my drink, got into the building at, like, 8.31, mm-hmm. threw my, you know, ran up to my classroom and, like, leave my stuff, forgot my keys in the jacket <laughs> I wore on Friday. No. So then I had to go find someone to unlock it for me. Sure. Then I grabbed all my shit, ran down to where the, I thought the meeting was going to be. Mm, halls was. were empty. <laughs> no one was there. I couldn't figure out where it was going to be. Turns out the opening session was in the cafeteria. It was a faculty uh, meeting. And they did have coffee and they had donuts. No! And I was, like, breathing so hard because I was running that I, like, started, like, like, like tearing up. Oh. <laughs> like, um, I, like my friend at, at the end of the table. I, I got a couple of donuts. See, yeah. that's yeah, so it was okay. It. My my friend who was sitting at the end of the table was like, "Breathe, <laughs> you're okay. okay. You're at the meeting. It's, it's okay. fine." Yeah, I just I woke up right before. Well, I didn't really wake up. I was kind of dozing to try to get back to sleep, and was successful for about ten minutes between like six thirty and six forty five. And at six forty five, I woke up and I was like. I'm just going to text my supervisor and see if I can take a telework day because I don't think I should drive a car right now. <laughs> um, so that's what I did. Yeah. It was, it was fine. I'm For you listeners, you can't see me patting. Sympathetically, <laughs> Sympathetically patting. patting. <laughs> it okay. Don't be crying. Good horsey. Um, but we had a good weekend. We did. Yeah. Um, we had our Halloween party. You, both of us saw John Mulaney, but on two different nights. Yes. Yeah. And I had to, like, keep my mouth shut, even though his entire opener was like, he knows we have this podcast, and all I wanted to do was be like, Sasha, 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 ghosts. Yeah. And she was like, no! <laughs> so no spoilers! I actually got um, a, a little bit of a featured creature for you that I thought about <gasps> while I was at this Mulaney thing. So, I don't know if this helps for context, but it was at D.A.R. Constitution Hall. Yeah. Which was weird for me, because that's where my school does our graduation. And so I was <laughs> sitting there, like... This is weird, because usually, like, we go in, and there is security when we go in, but they let all the teachers in, we mm-hmm. have kind of free roaming of the building, mm-hmm. but here it was like, oh, if you don't have tickets for this seat, you're like, you, you can't go down this way, and I'm like, oh, I, okay. I did discover that there's a dude in the basement who sells pretzels. Yes. Yeah. Um, which I discovered when I went to the bathroom, and our seats were actually pretty good. So you were sitting, basically... We were, we were, like, dead center on the stage, and mm-hmm. we were right where, you know, how they have, like, the flat seats, and then, like, it starts to row up. Yeah. We were in that first row. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were so in, we like, the seats. first row of the, so not where it was, The angled, like, yeah. In, in, in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, so we had That's, like, the opposite too. of where our other roommate, Connie, was. Yeah. she was on the other side. So, when we, when we got to the seats, I was like, this looks like the opposite of the mm-hmm. photo that Connie sent. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, hit me with your featured creature. All right. So, this is a creature... That is very large, has cloven hoofs, maybe cloven, just hoofs, and makes clacking sounds as it roams through the halls of buildings where sick people are. And no one is quite sure when this creature will attack or whether it will take the elevator or <laughs> whether it will... It that's not a cryptid, Sasha. It's a horse in a hospital. It, it may as well be a cryptid. I'm like sitting here legitimately thinking, there's a legend about uh, some sort of hooved thing that like eats people? No. What? I was just thinking about it. I was like, because it was kind of spooky the way he was describing it. I mean, there's it's a horse, a horse in a hospital. hospital. So um, 
two relevant bits. So we'll do we'll do this bit first. So a bit big chunk of his act, which I think could have been his closer, was talking about how the current state of things is a little bit like having a horse in a hospital, where eventually it will probably be okay. You'll get the horse out of the hospital, everything will go back to normal. But until then, things are gonna get real fucking weird and probably bad. Right. Because it's a horse in a hospital. Horse in a hospital. And you don't know what he's gonna do. And sometimes the horse does something unexpected, like uses the elevator, and you're just like, oh, I didn't oh, know he could do, do that. that. Is yeah. the horse smart? <laughs> and then the horse fires the horse catcher, and you're like, I don't think the horse should be able to fire the horse, horse catcher. catcher. That's not about who the horse is. It's just that seems like something that shouldn't be allowed. No. So it was a really good show. Um, I was so excited though that the very first thing that he talked about was ghosts, because mm-hmm. you you were like. Uh, there's something we had to talk about, and I saw in the Facebook message the mm-hmm. word ghost, and I was like, no, I can't it's listen no to No spoilers, this. I just spoiler. said the word ghost. Just, so, I was really excited yeah. that the very first thing out of his mouth was, hey mom, have you ever seen a ghost? Um, like, yeah, so he, he opened with like, D.A.R. Constitution Hall is an old building, and like it says on there how yeah. old it is, and he was like, wow, that means it's super haunted. And he was like, I kept walking through cold spots backstage and being like, who did I just walk through? <laughs> and he was talking, like, because he's hit the point where he doesn't have children, so his mom can't talk to him about grandchildren. And he has a career that his mom doesn't understand. So, like, what did they talk about? So they were just sitting there eating. And he goes, have you ever seen a ghost? And his mom goes, yes, I have. And so he asked, um, you know, tell me everything I need Mm -hmm. to know and she was like yeah it's just there was this ghost of this little Victorian girl and I would see her in the hallway sometimes at night and she would disappear walking into your room Hmm. at which point John Mulaney's dad goes let's change the subject (laughs) which John Mulaney speculated was because his dad was like I recently read a World War II book and I'd like to talk about the rise of fascism but made it sound like he definitely killed the little Victorian girl who may or may not have been named Penelope. It's not important. Let's change the subject. It's, it's, mm. Yeah. So, um, that was, that was ghosts. And I was like, oh my God, he knows. He knows. Yeah, he knows. Um, are you looking I, to see if DAR constitutional so is haunted? I, I am, but it looks like it might not actually be. I mean, when you get a really old building, it's like, yeah, probably somebody died there. I mean, there. I guess the only weird thing is that you two performed in DC. Yeah, while, that would make a place haunted. While um uh while when um John Lennon was shot, but like that's that's not particularly haunted. Those seem like that it's one of that's one of those things where it's like two things that you didn't know existed at the same time and then thinking about it is upsetting. Yeah. Like I think it's like Shirley Temple and Martin Luther King Jr. were born in the same year. Yeah. Just like things where it's like those oh. people don't belong in the same time period. So, like, I'm like, you too was a band when John Lennon got shot? Right. So there's this website called Ghosts of DC, but it I, seems I just more like the, yeah, it's not necessarily all ghosts. It's some of its untold stories. A lot of it just, is like, just, like, DC archivist archives, shenanigans. Yeah. Um, Which, um, I mean, about archivists and whatnot, last week we were, I shared, did, did I send it to you, the um, NPR story, WAMU story about the Bunny Man Bridge? Yes. Yeah, so... 
someone at WAMU is listening to our podcast Hello. probably. Hello. And then someone at, what was it, Kotaku? Yes. Um, um, also wrote a thing. They wrote a thing about Ben Drown. Yeah. Which is the creepy costume we covered that really upset Sasha. W- WAMU covered Bunny Man Bridge and in- interviewed the um, the archivist for Fairfax County mm. um, who who had to do research on Bunny Man Bridge just so people would stop asking We him. know the research he did was he listened to that episode of this podcast, and right. it's like, bing, bang, boom, I'm done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, speaking of doing research, I have a new favorite show on Amazon. Yeah. It's called Urban Legends, and it's so terrible and so amazing. So much like the title would imply, it's just like looking at Urban Legends and being like, is it true? Could it be real? And some of the shit, I'm like, that's not an urban legend, that's a real thing that happened. Like, one of the things they covered was the Twinkie defense. <laughs> And I'm like, that's a real thing yeah. that happened with the guy who assassinated Harvey Milk. Right. Like, that's not that's yeah. not an urban, that's a thing that happened. Thing. But in their first episode, they cover the man with a hook for an arm, mm. um, and the kid's necking in the woods, and she gets creeped out, so they leave, and yeah. then there's a hook in the door handle. Um, and they covered, like, <laughs> the first that I was watching with... Um, every single one, I was like, oh, this is the one where the dog is choking on something, and they go to the vet, and it turns out it's fingers, because somebody broke into the house, and the dog ate the fingers. Um, so I learned that I know a lot more about urban legends than I thought I did, but also that this show does even less research than we do for this podcast. Amazing. Which seemed like a low bar to clear, but they did not clear it. (laughs) So we should be able to get a show on Amazon. Um, easily. Okay. And, like, this was made in 2002, and in the first episode, the host looks like a magician, and in the second episode, she's a victim of the times, and in the third episode, she's equal parts a magician and a victim of the times. So, it's just a delightful romp in 2002 Urban Legends. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So, watch it. You'll be glad you did. It's in Amazon Prime. It's free. So, this episode is brought Brought to you you by Urban Legends, a show that hasn't been on for 15 years. (laughs) And probably should never have been on, but right. it's so fucking good, and there I There were a it. lot of shows about, uh, in that time period, that should not have been on. Like, Murder in Small Town X. Ugh! Which don't need, talk about- Like, don't say do that X. it doesn't deserve to be on. Oh, that, no. all, that should never maybe, have maybe been not, stopped. That should not have been stopped. Maybe we shouldn't have watched it as oh, children. Oh, for sure, <laughs> you and I, high-strung children that we were, who should were, not have like, it. nine and ten, respectively, <laughs> should not have watched Murder in Small Town X, which aired late at night. Yeah. Like, I was, I was young, so if you're not familiar with Murder in Small Town X, it was one of the early reality (laughs) shows. So the premise is, they bring in all of these people to this town where they've staged, like, a murder, and everybody in the town is an extra, Mm -hmm. and they have to solve the murder and figure out who the killer is, um, because he killed a family. So they have to figure out, like, the murder weapon, and they get clues, and they have to go around and investigate things, and whatever, and the serial killer, or... I guess, I guess he's more of a spree killer, whatever, but the killer sends them, like, taunting clues and stuff, and at the end of each episode, they vote, and the two people with the lowest votes have to go out to two different locations. One finds a clue, and the other gets killed by the killer. And as a 10-year-old watching this show when I should not have... It was hard to separate reality from fiction. I genuinely believed that these people were being killed on this show. Yeah. Because, like, they would scream. Yeah. Like, when they would be in the place, and then they'd, like, hear something and be like, what was that? And then they'd scream bloody murder, and that would be the last time you saw them. And I was like, motherfucker, that girl just got killed! I think it was, like, the last episode when they take down the killer, they shoot him. And there's the blood, uh, the, you know, the 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 blood blood pack, right? But I was like, ah! Squibs, I think they're called. Squibs, yeah. And I, like... 
couldn't separate it out. But um, the best part about that is, or actually, there's two good parts about that. <laughs> one, one is the best show that's ever aired. <laughs> okay, then three, three good things. So one, it's a great show that aired. Two, um, Courtney and I recorded a demo podcast like, two years ago. <laughs> no joke, it was two years ago. It, oh, yeah, of us just bantering while we watched it. And three... They had it. Was, the show was like sponsored by Taco Bell, and the commercial <laughs> break was Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. So the, and it wasn't like Live Moss. It was fucking Yokiro Yo Taco, Taco Bell, Bell with, with like the, the little chihuahua, chihuahua running around it was finding. So little... good. So when we watched it, the entire series is up on Netflix, and we watched. I think no, the I think first, it was on. We were watching Netflix. We were on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, someone like uploaded a VHS God bless that person, because the reason why you can't find it anywhere is because the guy who won. Ended up, he was a first responder on 9-11, so he died he, shortly after winning this show. Like, within, like, six won, months. And then he died. And then he died. On 9-11. And then they mad. never did the show again because, you know, everything fundamentally changed, and I guess they thought people didn't want murder shows anymore. Yeah. Um, but when they but, bring that shit back, yes. Right? But, I, think, I think we're due for a murder show, especially since oh, yeah. we're all into, like, true, true crime, crime shit right yeah. now. Yeah, so I like to think of pop culture as just having phases. So, right. you know, um, when Lord of the Rings came out, we went through a deep, like, elves in that kind of woodlandy right. spirit phase um with harry potter it was wizards and stuff and then we went through the teen dystopia phase with hunger games and vampires and vampires with Sexy twilight vampires. and then we are now leaving BDSM. the zombie phase thank god was, we, we skipped bdsm in there we with skipped. the 50 shades of gray i wasn't gonna say it but <laughs> sasha's a monster i'm a monster um so <laughs> We're coming out of zombie phase, and I was, I've was i been wondering, I'm like, what's going to replace zombies? What's going to be the next hot crime? And it's looking like it's going to be crime. crime it's going to yeah. be true crime, crime in general. It's really yeah. hot right now. Um, and I'm partially to blame because I love crime. So we're due in for another murder in Small Town X, which would be entertaining, and I would watch the oh, fuck would, out of it. Yeah, I think you and I would watch the fuck out of that. We would change our podcast immediately to just murder in Small right, Town so next hour. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, how do you feel about releasing our original demo? Because I still have it. We can uh, release we, it we as a could, bonus we episode. Could, we could add that as a bonus episode. It, this, the sound quality is shitty, because it was like, my old phone, and we were literally, it was just on the table, we were watching it on YouTube. And just talking. And just talking, as yeah. it was on YouTube. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> shitty, but... It, pretty organic but also yeah, yeah you'll you'll see the the foundations of what this would eventually become right. it was a great fucking show watch it on youtube um no one actually dies and that's important for you to know if you're a 10 year old listening to our right. podcast oh my god um, um which i think this is a good time for some housekeeping so first off um we are now on twitter yes we are at spoop hour shocking shocking um and so you can follow us there um Sasha made sure Whatever. that we're following all of the important people, yeah, like Stephen ne- King and Cole Sprouse. I said it. It's okay. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should follow Cole Sprouse. <laughs> he's he's the best like, Sprouse. Sasha and I had been texting about, you know, let's set up the Twitter, let's set up the Twitter. And I was like, also, if we set up the Twitter, we set it up on Halloween, because I was like, if we set oh, it yeah. up on Halloween, it's then our, it's, birth- yeah. our birthday is Halloween. Yeah. Um. So she did, and then I was like, she was like, I just set it up, and I was like, okay, cool. So I went and checked it out. I was in my allergist's office, and I was like, ooh, who are we following? <laughs> and I was like, really, Cole Sprouse? Cole Sprouse? Really? Yep. Um, so <laughs> if there are any like other podcasts you think we should follow, you know, let us know. Um, and also uh, on iTunes, we've received a customer review, <gasps> which is great. Um, who wrote the review? Subject. Okay, is it by, who I think it was? It's by Sleepyhead Ninety. Oh, then it's not who I think it. Was. Subject line, I peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
we're peeing our pants because that's the best header for a review that I've ever heard. From being creeped out, but also laughing from their stories and banter. <laughs> that's why they peed their pants. I love you so much, Sleepyhead90. Um, good chemistry between the hosts. Would love to hear guests on in the future. Yes. Thanks for the spoops. Thank you for Thank the you. comment and the review, Sleepyhead. Or Thank should we say Spoopyhead? Spoopy. Who <laughs> peed their pants? Speepy head. Speepy head. Speepy head, speepy pants. Um, yeah, they give us a five-star review. Oh, I'm going to cry. I know. So I should really check our iTunes right? more often. So Usually I'm just like, did it go? Did, did it go? go? Did, did it go? go? Okay, cool. I'm going to work so, now. So feel free to leave us a nice review. And then us. it'll make me cry. It'll, it'll, make, be... it'll make Courtney cry or pee, or pee my pants. Or both. <laughs> like, um, And then our email address is still spoopour at gmail. So now if you have a story that you want to send us, you can send it to us via direct message on Twitter at Spoop Hour. You can send it to our Gmail account. You can send it to me or Sasha directly if you know us in person. You have many choices. You have no excuses. Tell us about your fucking ghost, you selfish ass. I'm just kidding. I love you. Don't pee your pants anymore. <laughs> we, we got such a nice review, but now so we're nice. attacking And now I'm yelling at them. Uh, I am so tired, you guys. <laughs> Are you going to make it through I'm this good. story? I'm good. Let's do this. Let's yeah, fucking so, do this. Okay. Yeah. So, so we do have a story. We have we have a spooky story um, that is courtesy of a friend of my mom's and a friend of this podcast. I don't know if she listens to the podcast, um, but Your mom my, is mom, a my mom is a friend of the podcast and she loves it. So she told her about it and she heard about this ghost from this woman and was like, you need to write this into my daughter. <laughs> So I'm going to read this, and then there are photos, and my mom, like me, is kind of skeptical about the whole ghost thing, mm -hmm. um, but I think she's more of a believer than I am, but I could yeah. be wrong, and she's going to call me tomorrow and be like, I don't believe it, ghosts without me! Anyway, <laughs> sorry mom, I love you, <laughs> it's almost your birthday. Um, so my mom swears that this is 100% true, she has seen the mm -hmm. evidence, and she's like, something's up. Yeah. <clears throat> so... I'm now reading. In the middle of the night, I was suddenly awoken when my left leg was pulled. I sat up and screamed. Jeez. Expecting to see someone at the foot of my bed, I was alarmed to find no one there. Mm. Panic struck me. I know, she just, like, we dive right in, and I was like, oh, oh my, my god. god. What? <laughs> um, panic struck me as I realized I couldn't see what was stalking me. Looking to my left and right, I found my husband and dog fast asleep. Undisturbed by the jerk of my leg and movement of the bed or my blood-curdling scream. Immediately, I started to panic and question if I had been dreaming. Did I scream? Frozen, I couldn't move in fear of what was in the dark ahead of me. After what seemed like a lifetime, I woke my husband up to let him know something had grabbed my leg. He woke up enough to comfort me by saying, no one's here. Which is very nice and helpful, but also, like, <laughs> that's not helpful. Something no. grabbed me. There's nothing here. That's not comforting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, although I still laid awake for another hour, only allowing my eyes to roam back and forth over the dark room. Every shadow looked like a figure. Every sound was that of my stalker. As my eyes grew heavier and I dared to fall back asleep, I remember thinking, if you close your eyes, he will get you. Jesus. I know. It's so upsetting. Uh, uh. <laughs> think of pee pants. <laughs> the I next... think I peed my pants. <laughs> Both from the silly stories and because this is actually legitimately actually scary. scary. The next morning, I awoke and immediately reminded my husband of what happened. He reminded me I was probably dreaming. As I began to get ready for the day, I had given in to the option it was just a dream. 
The dress I was putting on for the day was an above-the-knee Jackie O style of dress, and Aww. I went to show my husband. He said, what's on the back of your leg? Chills ran all over my body, and I said, stop it. His eyes were dead serious, and he said, I'm not kidding. You look like you have fingerprints on the back of your leg. What? <laughs> You're like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> My heart began racing as I raced to the mirror. I swiveled my legs around to find bruises on my calf in the shape of four fingerprints. Mm. Frozen again, I remember feeling like my attacker was right behind me. I just got chills and I've already read this. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> the hair on the back of my neck rose. Ne- needless to say, I did not get much sleep the next several weeks. Laying there struggling to keep my eyes open until one morning my husband says to me again, What's on the back of your leg? Same leg. Please no, that's not funny. Again, I'm not joking, he said. Hesitant, I looked, and two more bruises in the shape of fingerprints had appeared. Not much had happened in my sleep since, I, uh, since, but I do have pretty bad nightmares. The bruises are still there six months later, only lighter. I feel they have become a scar or a reminder of whatever it was that visited me that night. Even now, just writing this strikes fear in my heart that I've opened the door back up for it to come back, but I hope not. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, like, I literally emailed my mom back, and I'm like, if you think it will bring her comfort, have her burn some white sage. (laughs) So I'm going to show you the pictures. And this is, keep in mind, this is now six months later. Um, Where am I looking? Oh, God. It's okay. Sorry, when you said white sage, I immediately thought of Alice Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) Not Alice Cooper, the rock star. (laughs) Alice Cooper from the hit teen drama on the CW, Riverdale, which this podcast is also brought to you by. Oh. You see? Yeah, I see. One, two, three, four. Ugh. Yeah. It's... Ugh. My mom's like, there's indentations, there are... Yeah. Like, I could get, like, I get Charlie horses sometimes in weird places on my body, not just in my legs, like I've had them in my neck before while I'm sleeping, because I'm sleeping at a weird angle, and it feels like someone's grabbing you, but I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's a Charlie horse, I just gotta ride this one out. But... They don't leave marks. Yeah. I, I get, I, I bruise pretty easily. Yeah. Um, and I oh, get yeah, I have bruises, like eight bruises on my body right never, now that I'm like, how did I hit myself there? Never, yeah. That, they don't look on, like hands. And like on your calf, that's a really hard place to bruise because I, mostly it's squishy. Yeah. And also it's a hard place to get four, four bruises. In a wet, in a row. In a row. Like I've gotten, I've gotten some really weird bruises. I have one on my thigh right now where I'm like, what? Oh. Me too. We're so in sync with eye bruises. Um, But the few, I have gotten a bruise on the back of my calf once, but I think it was because I was like, I managed to trip over a table and just like whacked the back of it because I was like falling backwards. Mm -hmm. So I had like a weird purple shape for a while, but it was just, it was just the one line. I closed a car door on my leg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That would do it. But it's just, it's just the one line and it goes away within six months. Right. Ugh. So yeah, that was that was that was upsetting. Thank you, mom's friend. I'm not sure if you wanted us to say your name, so I won't say your name out of respect. But oh my god, Jesus! Um, if that ghost is listening, first of all, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and second of all, you don't, leave her alone. She's a nice lady. Don't grab ladies. Don't grab ladies. Um, <laughs> buy ladies nice things. All right. <laughs> now that we're all upset. Now we're upset. Um, let's talk. So about our topic today, which is Washington D.C. Um, all things weird, spooky, and kooky, I guess, about, I don't know. <laughs> Let's get political and also kooky. Kooky. Um, um, as, as friends of us in real life know, and probably we've mentioned before on this podcast, we live in Northern Virginia, which is a 
pretty big suburb of Washington, D.C. And we live close to the actual city. Yeah, we I was live, literally yeah. there about an hour ago. Right, taking care of your Taking care of my boyfriend's cat, yeah. who is very yelly. And I'm going there tomorrow for a poetry thing at Politics and Prose. So, like, oh, we're nice. very, yeah, Nikki Giovanni's coming. Oh. Yeah. We're teaching her right now, so I'm going with the other. Aw. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Sweet. Um, so, uh... Yeah, so we're, we're really very close, close to D.C., and we decided, because this is, we're on, like, what, the eve of terrible, cursed things that <laughs> happened Vote to today, our country. Virginia. Uh, uh, it's, it's tomorrow where we are, because we're recording this on a Monday yeah. night, but when you are listening to this on Tuesday, Tuesday don't forget November to go 7th, vote. go vote, um, because... Toxic masculinity is ruining the party, and you don't want to let it win. Right. Just go vote. I know you're bummed. Everything's horrible. There's a horse in the fucking hospital. Nobody knows what to do. I did, my favorite part of that bit was he was like, and then the news is like, we have an expert who once saw a bird, bird in, in the, the airport. airport. We've all seen birds in the airport. Right. Um, yeah, the yeah. horse is in the hospital, and the best thing we can do right now is just piss off the horse so that he stays in his elevator. <laughs> right. And so, um, so... Thinking about all that happening, I was like, well, the scariest thing in the White House right now is that, <laughs> that horrible horse, horse monster. Um, then, you know, what other ghosty things have happened? And I think last week, because of, you know, Halloween, mm-hmm. um, NPR and, like, Washington Post and some other things um, were posting, like, you know, high-interest D.C. ghost things. So yeah. now, now is the time. So I've got some DC urban urban legends, and then Courtney's got one particularly spooky urban legend, um, some haunted locations and specific White House things, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll talk very briefly about the DC witches. So so all DC all the time. So um, so a couple of you know these vary from scary to just kind of eh. Um, one is much the, like this podcast. Much like this podcast. Will uh, you pee your pants from laughter or from being frightened? We right. just don't know. No. So number one is the curse of the Hope Diamond. Um, this does is do, that specific to DC? So it's only specific to DC because the Hope Diamond is in DC. Uh, but um, the curse is that you know that the diamond itself brings misfortune mm-hmm. or tragedy to whoever owns it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been traveling around the world, but now it's in its home in the Smithsonian, so you can read all about it when you're there, um, but there's always a crowd around it. It's it's not as impressive as everything else in the gems exhibit at the Smithsonian, mm-hmm. but it I, I like that but it But it's has also a, the most cursed. Right, I like that, I like that it has a spooky element to it. Yeah. Um, the, another one um, is the Three Sisters Curse. Um, the Three Sisters are three rocky islands in the middle of the Potomac River, um, and the legend is that three Algonquin sisters tried to ri- uh, cross the river um, to win the release of their brothers who had been kidnapped, uh, but they drowned during their swim and died. Yikes. And then uh, the spot was cursed so that no one could cross the Potomac there. It's said that strange moaning is heard from the Pot- uh, Potomac River before the Whoa. curse strikes. So don't go swimming. Um, you shouldn't go swimming in the Potomac anyway. anyway. A couple of years ago, there was a bull shark in there. Yeah. Well, and then also, like, even at Great Falls, they're like, please don't, don't please swim don't there. Please don't swim here. We rapids. don't want you to die. <laughs> and, of course, like, I went hiking with Hillary, I think it was, like, last, or, like, this past spring, or, like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, we, or maybe last summer, mm-hmm. um, and we're hiking, we're sitting on the beach, you know, watching the water, and then we're watching a bunch of, like, drunk bros who are day-drinking beers jumping <laughs> off of a cliff, and I'm like, this isn't going to end well. But luckily, Fairfax County was out doing their 
rescue training or whatever. Yeah. So I was, I was like, like well, cut to Sasha on the six o'clock news. Well, we saw them jump again, and we thought, what idiot bros, but then I guess they drowned, so <laughs> kind of ruined our day. Um, <laughs> uh, another urban legend that we've got in D.C. is that um, under the ellipse, which is, if you're familiar with mm. the D.C. area, where the Christmas tree is, um, and... Uh, so it's a it's a giant it's a circle. Big, it's a big, it's a big round circle. spot. <laughs> um, there's there's a rumor that uh, in the center. Well, it's supposed to be the center of Washington, but that there's uh, a secret chamber built beneath it that holds jewels and treasures, which Ooh. I guess is what inspire the National Treasure series of movies. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is just in the middle of the ellipse, being like, "I know it's here," digging right. frantically and carrying um, his copy of the Declaration of Independence. Um, a couple others. Um, we've got the. Curse of Tippecanoe. And Tyler, too. Yeah, which, um, <laughs> if you guys know, uh, is Tippecanoe is William Henry Harrison. Um, so this one, <laughs> it seems to have been broken, um, but I remember hearing about this when I was little. Uh, this curse, so it, it, again, may have been broken, um, but the curse is that presidents die or are killed in office if they're elected in years divisible by 20. So William Henry Harrison was elected in 1840. John F. Kennedy was elected in 1960. Um, and then Ronald Reagan was elected in 1980, and he was, you know, shot while he was in office. But then George W. w not nothing happened. He got a shoe thrown at him. That was probably the worst thing. And he <laughs> and he dove and didn't get hit with it. Um, I forgot about the shoe. Right? <laughs> uh, the only time he leaned left. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, I broke Courtney. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was eating a cracker. Please don't choke on the crackers. I didn't eat dinner. Um, I know I should eat. I'm eating crackers. Don't uh, judge me. And then now we're getting to maybe the spookier bits. Um, there's one that says that the street designs of Pierre L'Enfant are, uh, or L'Enfant, are demonic. He comes um, up in one of mine. Yeah, that he may have been a member of the Illuminati. Whoa, uh, like Beyonce? Right, or literally everyone in media? I don't know. <laughs> Lord. Um, uh, and incorporated demonic symbols in street design, including inverted pentagram that points towards the White House. Because um, yes. theorists say that the devil points towards the White House. But it's like... The devil's Whatever. in the White House, yeah, let's be so, real. And I don't think he's currently pointing with his tiny hands. No. Um, um, just look at, he's he's French. They have a lot of roundabouts They stuff do. They love round things. Um, there is a joke in Good Omens, my favorite book of all time, by Terry Pratchett and Neil mm. Gaiman, um, where the demon in the book um, forms a sigil that... Um, in one of their traffic circle things, mm -hmm. and so it will always be backed up, and that low wave of frustration just from traffic being bad and everything else would have the effect of, and I'm quoting, water on a prayer wheel. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, I think this is maybe the scariest thing in D.C., um, is uh, the exorcism stairs. Yeah, because um, they filmed the exorcist in Baltimore. Yeah. But so, the stairs... Yeah, so the stairs are in Georgetown. Yeah, um, I think it was and Baltimore. the mm. author of the screenplay was actually, like, inspired by a case in D.C. Oh, lovely! Um, where a 14-year-old boy was supposedly possessed by the devil. Um, there's a front-page story about that exorcism in the Washington Post in 1949. Hmm. But yeah, the stairs from the movie... Um, are are in Georgetown. No one's actually fallen down the stairs, um, but I think, isn't it a Pokestop or something? I'm sure it yeah, is. All yeah. of the spots in D.C. that have even the slightest bit of interest are Pokestops. Yeah. We have, and I'm using the term very loosely here, a clock tower in our <laughs> apartment complex. It's literally just a clock on the side of the building, and that's a Pokestop. Um, so. There's a new bank near where we live that used to be a gas station, and that one... Mm. It, yeah, Already? The mural, 
what? Oh, no, the no, mural. The mural that's right. Yeah, the mural. So the Pokestop is still there for the building that doesn't exist anymore, which is great. I was like, they've already made that new no, bank no, 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 into no, no, a no. Pokestop? No, the, Damn. The, the old tiger mural. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are some dumb urban legends. The last one on my list was Demon Cat, which Courtney actually did research He's on. He's also the so. last one on my list yeah. that I would like to build up to yeah, him because so, he is my new favorite thing. So we'll thing. talk about that in just a little bit. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So, Courtney, so, what do you have for us about DC? I have my notes, which are called, oh, ghosts in DC. <laughs> I was having fun yesterday, so I'm going to read out loud some of my little jokes to myself, because I like to put little jokes in my notes, because what I do is, you know, I do my research, and then I rewrite as much of it as I can, so that I, it sounds like it's in my voice, and I can read it, and also sound like I'm talking, and then sometimes I put in little things to make myself laugh that I may or may not read out loud on this podcast, but sometimes I'm like, <laughs> That just reminds me of the opener, who was like, yeah. I send emails to myself. <laughs> Uh, always make sure you're emailing yourself and not someone else with your first name especially if it's a racy email anyway so um the haunted place in particular um i wanted to talk about and this is research from onlyinyourstate.com and nps.gov national park service so i want to talk about the old stone house are you familiar with it at all this isn't that one that they're moving locations is it no i don't think the... so i think it's it's staying where it oh, is oh it's, it's not oh no I that's don't, the national building museum i think the, no no the the canal house oh no no no, no. okay no this is okay. a different one so the, the canal house is also made out of stone yes but this one is legit it's just called the old stone house okay so it is the oldest structure that is on its original foundation in dc mm-hmm. so it was preserved because they thought it was an inward um, as I refer to him in my notes, G. Wash, or George Washington, <laughs> don't judge me, stayed when he was planning the city layout with Pierre L'Enfant. 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 Um, but that was a case of confusing two John Sutters in census records, uh, um, so it was not accurate. Basically, there were two John Sutters. One was Papa Sutters, and the other was Baby Sutters. Uh, and Papa Sutters had an inn where George Washington stayed with L'Enfant when they were planning out the city. Right. Baby Sutters had a pub kind of thing, uh-huh. um, and that's what the old stone house was. Oh. They're pretty sure. Okay. It, it can't be confirmed because it's old as fuck, yeah. but that's their best guess. Because it was built in 1765, so before America was a country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when it was Before we burned it all down and started again, <laughs> um, it was built. So in 1953, the federal government bought it, and um, basically the entire time it's been there a large number of both visitors and residents have reported ghosts there because um before it was bought by the federal government it just like kept switching owners and Mm. people who lived there would be like yeah there's some ghosts and then now that it's owned by the federal government people just go to walk through yeah this building that really doesn't have any historical significance but it's just old um it's just old and they're like ghosts so some of these ghosts include Various women in different places. So there's one who hangs around the fireplace. There's one who hangs in the stairs. There's one who hangs out in the kitchen. They describe her as heavy set, and that made my heart sad. Aww. I'm like, that's rude. She's a ghost. She's had a hard enough life. Are these women women of the night? Um, no, it's just no, like just it's women. just like women. Okay, they didn't women. specify that they were like sex workers or just okay. like you know good time gals or whatever. They were just they were just women. Women, okay. Because you know it might have been an inn. Yeah. Or it might have been a pub or right. who knows. Could have been people's wives or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one woman who hangs out in a rocking chair on the third floor. Ooh. So she's living her best life in <laughs> rocking chairs. Um, there are also some dudes wearing different garbs. So some wear jackets, one guy's in stockings, um, and there's a couple people in colonial clothing. 
And they even have some kids running around. So there's a young girl with curly hair who runs up and down the staircase because even though she's a ghost, she can't just sit and be quiet. Let's change the subject. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever killed Penelope, or whatever her name is, was probably trying to save her from the world. When the John Mulaney special comes out, you're going to want to watch it. You're going to want to watch it. It's so so good. good. And it's called Kid Gorgeous. So this (laughs) podcast is also brought to you by John Mulaney. So, um, people have also seen a black boy, which I think is sad because there's a good chance that he was not a free boy. He was probably a slave child. That's really but, sad. But he's haunting it now, so he's getting his revenge. Do you want a cracker? I would like a cracker. <laughs> um, they're pretty good. They're white cheddar. Thank you. Um, and there's also a German-looking craftsman who hangs around. Um, people often hear the kids laughing, and they'll see transparent women cooking in the kitchen because... Even when you're a ghost, you can't escape the fucking patriarchy. (laughs) So, um, it's a bummer. Um, so the old stone house may also contain one of Washington's only malevolent spirits. So while Washington itself, because it's one of the older places in what is currently the United States, um, has a lot of ghosts, most of them are just, like, chill people being like, hey, what's up, guys? Um, but they have... A ghost named George, and in my notes I say, ghost named George, who is a dick. According to reports, he has choked and pushed visitors, um, and people often can find him there because it's extremely cold, and so once people feel the extreme cold and he chokes or pushes them, um, they are left with this intense feeling of dread. So, um, the hauntings at this place are so well known that they've been, they've come up in short stories and other mm-hmm. works from the time period. So, like, everybody knew it's, it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty haunted. But yeah, George is the only one who's a dick. He's possibly one of Washington's only malevolent ghosts since most are harmless old soldiers and sad ladies and such. Like, we get a lot of, like, yeah. you know, Civil yeah. War guys and, like, Revolutionary War guys or right. War of 1812 guys who are just sad. Right. Minding their own beeswax. <clears throat> I'm surprised. I didn't feel particularly haunted or anything when I went to Ford's Theater. Hmm. Or even when I was in the place where Lincoln actually, like, died. Well, I believe Lincoln haunts the White House. Uh, Yeah. Which is a good segue, because my next part is ghosts in the White House. Woo! Um, Most of this research came from Thrillist. So, mostly it's ghosts of presidents. So you have Thomas Jefferson allegedly plays his violin in the Yellow Room. Yep. Um, Andrew Jackson, certified dickhole, which is in my notes, can be heard laughing, and this is also in my notes, so in parentheses, Andrew Jackson, certified dickhole, can be heard laughing, probably at poor people, or non-white people, and in the Rose Room. So people hear him laughing at something horrible that he's done. Because he's a certified dickhole. And he laid the groundwork for the Great Depression, so like, just, the hits keep coming with Andrew Jackson. Um, and then people also have seen John Tyler and Francis Cleveland, who is Mrs. Grover Cleveland, in the blue room, but they usually show up separately. So it's not any, like, ghost hanky-panky, where say. Tyler and Mrs. Cleveland are like, oh. Ghost boner. Yay! <laughs> Mrs. Cleveland is like, oh, John, I didn't see you there. I'm so cold. And he goes, it's because you're a ghost, ma'am. And then they make out. I'm worried that this already exists as a ghost pornograph somewhere. <laughs> I like that you said pornograph because it makes me think it's like a pornographic phonograph. So you have to get out your old like phonograph with the big horn thing and it's gonna be like Giddy up, Missy. (laughs) I wanna take a ride on that caboose. Choo choo (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, as far as we can tell there's no hanky panky between Tyler and Mrs. Grover Cleveland. You're good go, Miss (laughs) Craig. 
sorry. <laughs> we're just we're just quoting Parks and Rec We now. really are at this point. Um, so Lincoln has also been spotted and felt by several former White House occupants, including presidents, first ladies, and pets. Felt like he walked I, through them? I don't like... know. It didn't specify, <laughs> and I'm only hoping it wasn't like he got all gropey. I like to think that he was, like, petting the dog. Right. And the dog's fur was, like, going down, and people were like, like why is the dog's fur moving like that? but I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, presidents, first ladies, and guy. pets have all seen Lincoln, so hmm. I do wonder how they get the account from the pets. Right. <laughs> the dogs just, like, spell oh. it out in kibble. Oh. Lincoln! Oh. Which is incredible, because that means that the dogs have learned how to spell Lincoln, and it's tricky because there's a silent L. Yeah. Um, so Unless the dogs aren't that smart, but they can spell phonetically. Oh, maybe. Yeah, and then it's like Lincoln Park. And then they just guess. And they just They're guess. They're like, Lincoln Park, they're here? <laughs> no, wait, it's not Lincoln Park. It's Lincoln. That makes sense. Um, so, sometimes people see the guy who owned the land that the White House was built on um, wandering around, or they'll see a British soldier from the War of 1812, and that motherfucker has a torch, so he is ready to burn that shit to the ground. So, like, British soldier, I need you to get on that. <laughs> Um, so there's also rumored to be the ghost of Mary Surratt's daughter. Do you know oh, who Mary yeah, Surratt? Yeah, yeah, the artist, yep. Yeah, so she was a co-conspirator in Lincoln's assassination, and she was hanged for her crimes, and I- Mary I, Surratt's daughter was a co-conspirator? No, Mary oh. Surratt was. So, um, yeah, I so- like Mary Surratt. <laughs> well, damn. The world did not like her. So uh. she, she swore she was innocent, and she yeah. begged for her life up and down, but they hanged her, and if I remember correctly, she was the first woman hanged in the United States, but I'm not sure- um, cause I read it yesterday and did not put it in my notes. Um, so her daughter who, and her daughter is the ghost that people see. Um, she allegedly begged for her mother's life by banging on the door of the White House. It didn't work. They still hanged her. But, um, when the ghost shows up, she's knocking on the door uh, to try and get that pardon for her mama. Um, it's Surratt with one T. Oh, one T. Yeah. So. Oh, there's two Mary Surratt's. Oh, uh, plot twist. Only one maybe? is haunting. Well, the daughter of one is haunting the White House. Anyway, so at this point in my notes, it says... Oh, Cassatt. No? No, that sounds wrong. No. Never mind. It's okay. It's okay. I think I'm just wrong. I'm just... It's Monday. It's okay. I'm sorry. We can just be wrong today. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I... I, I but I let the record up. show. I was fucking right. No, you I'm were, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in my notes at this point, it says, in all caps, holy shit, there's a demon cat of Capitol Hill. Yes. So, I know you came across the demon cat in your research. Had you heard of him before that? I had not. <laughs> Me neither. And I was like, how have I not heard of this shit? Right. I've been living in the D.C. area now for like 17 billion years. Actually, just 17 years. But still, um, how has no one told me before now that I'm just going to move the crackers closer they, to you? They are very good. Right? This episode is also brought to you by Good Thins from Nabisco, the potato one. They're white cheddar flavor. They taste like pierogies. These are amazing. They're really good. They also make beet ones, which are a little less good, but it's because they're salt and vinegar, but they're not, like, strong enough salt and vinegar, so they kind of just taste like salt. Anyway, okay. it's not relevant. They're just good. So yeah, nobody ever told me there was a demon cat, so I was like, well, I know what I'm going to talk about this episode. I'm real excited. So the demon cat is the ghost of a cat that haunts all of the government buildings in D.C., which there are a lot, so I guess homeboy gets around. Mm -hmm. So the legend started a few hundred years ago when they brought cats to the basement of the Capitol building because they had a rat problem. So they brought in all these cats. And the rumor is that there was one cat who, even after he died, was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll just stay here. Mm -hmm. Um, and that cat now hangs out in the basement crypt that was meant to house George Washington, 
Which is also a thing that I learned. Yeah. George Washington was meant to be buried in the basement of the Capitol building. Crazy. Right? Upsetting. Like, people work there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess oh. people work in cemeteries. Have you have you been to the um, the crypt at the National Cathedral? Mm-mm. Um, Helen Keller's buried there. Oh, nice. That's one of those places where, like, yeah, it's really cold. And, like, it's a little spooky. Who did I just walk through? <laughs> Probably Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it's but, Helen Keller. But she can't say anything. She's just like, she's signing, but I can't read sign language. I'll have to go with you. you and I'll be like, me. I'm signing right now. Yeah. <laughs> podcasts aren't a visual medium. Mm-hmm. Not funny, Courtney. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so he hangs out in the basement crypt because he, it, it's not creepy enough to have a cat who's also a ghost slash demon. Right. He also has to hang out in a crypt, so fine. Um, per the legend, he has seen before presidential elections and before tragic events, like assassinations, so he or probably like showed up last, yeah, Donald he Trump. probably showed up last year the day before the election because it was a double whammy, it was right before a tragic event and also an election, so, thanks, guy. Um, the demon cat tried to save us all. Mm-mm. So, allegedly, White House security guards have seen the demon cat before the assassination of Lincoln, Garfield, McKinley, and JFK. Mm. Um, there is some speculation that after the failed attempt on Reagan, the demon cat doesn't come around anymore, because um, the White House security guards say they saw the demon cat before Reagan was shot, but he didn't end up dying, so I guess the demon cat is just pouting now. Okay. Um, so Demon Cat and Tippecanoe are a little Yeah, they're 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 a little pouty, pouty right now. Right now. Okay. Cuz they're like, well, if it didn't succeed, I guess we won't. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Demon Cat may have a body count. Um, Jesus. Because it may have caused a heart attack in a guard who saw it and then died mm. cuz he 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 got so scared that he had a heart attack and died. Jesus. Um, what does the Demon Cat look like so that you can keep an eye out for it? Good question, Courtney. Um, <laughs> The demon cat is an all-black cat the size of a house cat, but, and this is my favorite detail about the demon cat, it can blow up to be the size of a tiger or as big as 10 feet by 10 feet when it's startled. So if you accidentally come upon the demon cat when he's out doing demon cat things, he's, one, gonna blow up real big, and then he's gonna explode or pounce at the unexpected witness, but luckily he disappears before it touches you. So if he does explode at you, you're not actually gonna die. But it's incredible. <laughs> Is he ten feet by ten feet, like, looking at him, like, with his paws here? Like... It's unclear. This way, like, ten feet tall and then ten feet long? I think so. Or is it, like, when you're looking at him head-on that his, like, this way to this way is... No, I think I think the first, the first one. one. Yeah, I think he's, he's ten feet long and ten feet high. But I imagine since he disappears before these people, like, he startles them, he blows up real big... Um, and he, then he hops at them. Is he just Catbus's cousin? Yes. But he starts <laughs> out small. Yeah. So, like, he's just chilling, but if you if you scare him, he puffs up real big. Like many cats, but they don't puff up quite that big. They just, like, fluff their fur if out. If Zelda or Psyche fluffed up to be ten feet by ten feet, I would... Pee your pants. Pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's um, it. I would just stand there and just quietly pee. <laughs> uh, uh, did you see It Follows? No. I One of the genuinely upsetting moments in It Follows is... One of one of the iterations of it that is doing the following is this half naked woman who's only wearing a miniskirt and she's just peeing and walking towards the protagonist and it's just so genuinely unsettling. So that would be you. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that. 
<laughs> Hashtag goals. Um, so the last <laughs> official sighting of the demon cat, where multiple people saw it, I guess, mm-hmm. was in the 40s around World War II. Okay. Um, even though, again, there were reports that it popped up at, uh, just before the assassination of JFK. Um, origins of the tales of the demon cat may have been um, the Capitol Police, mm-hmm. who, shockingly, way back in the day, were super, super corrupt. So they would hire unqualified friends and relatives to be guards. And these people would be like, hell yeah, I have a job. That means I have money. Let's booze it up. So they'd be drunk on duty. Um, And one was reportedly so drunk that he was sitting or laying down in the street and a cat licked him. And because he was really drunk, he thought he was standing up. So he was like, it must have been a really big cat that licked me if it could get all the way up to my hand. Um, So... I prefer to think of this cat as a real cat. I do too. (laughs) It's just like a little black cat who's like, oh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey guys, what's up? <laughs> um, so the rest of the sightings are speculated to be from guards who learned that if they saw the demon cat and were upset about it, they could get the day off. So huh. they were like, I saw the demon cat too! I guess I have to go home now. This just reminds me of the beginning of Hamlet. <laughs> yes, it's essentially that, but um, instead of his murdered dad, it's a cat. Um. And, yeah, DC, one of the local roller derby teams is called the Demon Cats, which I learned, and I was like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Um, and, yeah, that's the Demon Cat. Cool. And I, I love him. Right? Oh, my gosh. They need to, like, monetize the I know, Demon I'm Cat. I know, I'm like... I would buy... M- I would buy all of the merch, merch right? for the Demon Cat. I was like, next year for Halloween, I'm gonna be a Demon Cat. Yes. Which makes about the eighth Halloween costume idea I've come up with in the past like three days. What was the one that you wanted to do for you? She she has to have a, a costume party on New Year's just so she could do another couple's costume. Because I thought of one that was really good and I'm like I felt like I phoned it in with being a mermaid because I'm like everybody's a mermaid. But it but, was so cool. She made you. her costume. You didn't well, phone for it the in. most part. Yeah, for the most um, part. But yeah, so um, I came across a friend's post where one of their friends had gone as Netflix and chill. So he was wearing a Netflix shirt, so it just said Netflix, it was a red shirt, and she was wearing, like, a snowflake headband and a light blue dress that had snowflakes on it, and I was like, oh my god, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Um, But that's now going to have to fight with being a demon cat and being a Korok, because I fucking love the Koroks. The Koroks are ridiculous. I love them so much. Um, Bye-bye. There was something that in Zelda that I wanted to be, what was it? The Great Fairy? Yeah, oh no, I want to be... I did say it would be a great fairy suit. I want to be vicariously through my bosom. Hestu, Hestu, Hestu is the big Korok. Yeah, with the maracas. Yeah. And then he <laughs> he shakes his maracas. Shakes his maracas. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think our last thing um is the witches in uh in DC, mm-hmm. which you said roller derby team, and all I could imagine was like a whole roller derby team of witches. Like, I'm sure there is. I'm one. sure there is one, if not more than um, one. If you're in a roller derby team that's all witches, hit us up, spoophour at gmail.com or at spoophour on Twitter. (laughs) Tell us about it. Tell us everything. Um, So last week you talked a little bit about the origin, or you talked pretty in depth about the origins of of Halloween, Mm -hmm. and you mentioned a word that's spelled like Sam (laughs) but is not pronounced Sam Sawin. Sawin. Did you forget how to properly pronounce it? I looked at it again, and the word Sahwin left it because I saw it spelled Samhain. Yeah, because in my head, every time I read it, and I spelled it phonetically, Sahwin. I kept reading it as Samhain. Samhain. <laughs> Somewhere right. there's a guy named Samhain who's like, thank God they're finally not saying my name. Right, Sahwin. Sahwin. So, Sahwin, um, <laughs> the NBC Washington did a report, um, mm-hmm. just a fun, you know, feel-good news report, 
um, oh, about, oh, right, isn't that great? Love um, it. She calls herself a galaxy witch. <gasps> I'm yeah. jelly. Um, but yeah, they did like a, they did a, a news report about, um, the kind of ever-growing group of, um, of women and men in D.C., um, in a group called, um, I don't know where did I lose it, uh, I think it's called City Witches, D.C., oh. um, where was it? Oh, I just, oh, see, yeah, it's called City Witches, um, and it's only been around for, like, a year or so, mm-hmm. um, but witches and Wiccans in D.C. are like, you know, it's probably better for us to educate the public about who we are instead yeah. of just trying to be, you know, um, a little bit secretive, because I remember, like, growing up and hearing about, like, Wiccans and witches and people being like, nah, that's, you know, bad, mm-hmm. but um, some of the people they interviewed said, you know, like, every, you meet ten different witches or Wiccans, and you will get 10 different experiences, you'll get right. 10 different, like, sets of beliefs, you know, all with the, within the same umbrella, but everyone kind of does their stuff a little bit differently, mm-hmm. um, so it's good to have, like, a collective, but also in 2017, it's a little bit easier right. to be open about this stuff, because people are becoming more and more accepting of each other, and it, you yeah. don't have to be a Christian anymore, you can be you whatever, can be whatever the you fuck want. you yeah. want. So, um, they have a lot, mostly youth, um, people under 30, um, but there are some older witches and Wiccans, um, and there's also an in- increase in interest about what, you know, Wiccans do and what they mm. are. Um, lots of people asking questions, and a lot of people starting to, like, dive in, you know, maybe in small parts, just looking at, like, how to make potions or how to do, mm. you know, healing things. Or so looking they do at actually crystals. make potions. Yeah, like, they do, yeah. Some of them um, are, like, strictly, like, medical witches. Right. Um, others, you know, do... Um, like healing type things, not mm-hmm. just not just potions, but you know, like spiritual right. more things. Um, and uh, I know our other roommate Connie is a professional pet care provider, mm-hmm. and at one point she was doing I think it was a cat sit, but it might have been a dog sit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, in a house that had crystals yeah. on their um their fireplace or whatever, and they left a note saying, "Please don't touch our crystals." Yeah. Um. That's, so I think that was the one thing. Like when I was. Little even now that yeah. I'm really into crystals. Mm. When I was in elementary school, um, my cousin who was in middle school had a whole book of crystal things, and mm. we were trying out like these different. She was trying to make. Um, I had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis growing up, and mm. she was trying to make um, like joint serums and stuff Aww. for me out of quartz, um, and that was really cool. Because <laughs> um, again, like I was like ten and she was twelve, and we were like trying to brew our right. own potions because my joints were so swollen. Right. I have the belief is it's not mm. actively doing you harm, but if it's bringing you comfort then by all means do it it's not like the people who are like i drink mercury because it's going to cure my cancer no don't drink mercury that's killing you yeah yeah yeah. um Um, but but yeah like wiccans and witches these days are a little bit more open with it mm because they don't they're not as persecuted it's not like if you were in salem you know at the time Um, we do also have like a really big push mm -hmm. for sort of like home remedies and that like naturopath Mm -hmm. nonsense right now like that's very that's very in is to just like more and more people see chiropractors yeah. and, like, are looking for alternatives to traditional medicine for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And, again, like, if something is wrong with you, go see your doctor first. But if it, this is bringing you comfort and making you right. feel better, then there's no harm in doing yeah. it, and, I think. And it's so broad. I don't want to make, like, big generalizations, but a lot of them are looking at, like, the environment and nature yeah. and being kind of unified more than um, – I don't know, like, they, becoming very aware of yourself and your place, mm. like, in the Which is a common theme world. in yeah. a lot of religions. religions like, yeah. you have Jainism, you have uh, Buddhism to an extent, you have Hinduism, mm-hmm. you have Shintoism, like, all of those are kind of like, you have to figure out where you fit into right. this 
big old picture. Yeah. So that makes and, sense. And, yeah, the, the people, they interviewed a variety of people um, with this article, and, um, or NBC Washington did, and they, um, yeah, like, everyone has slightly different things going mm-hmm. on, but, but they came together in a collective, um, and... Like, they can actually, like, all these people who have interest in magic and mm-hmm. these kinds of things can come together and talk and, you know, grow together. So I think I think that's really cool and yeah. that they're, they're like, so open about it. That, that makes me really happy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that um, was my really quick thing about the DC witches. Yeah. So there's a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> some kind of lame spooky things and other, like, cool, cool spooky things happening um, in yeah. our area. We have an equal um, mix of both, so, I think. Yeah. And there definitely are, like, I've seen, um, you know, ghost stories of Alexandria and whatever. Right. There are um, ghost tours um, yeah. that we should go on at like, some point. Like, there's the, um... Now that marching band is over. Oh, Yay! yeah, marching band ended this week. I'm so excited. Uh, there is the, um, the female stranger in Alexandria. There's the tale of Laura Schaefer. And there was some other, like, weird, spooky, like, chilly thing in some, like, historic a- attics. So we can talk about this Question. one. Some other time, yeah. This might not be super relevant, and I sure, know we're running okay. low on time, yeah. but I just, I've always wondered this, and I can never find a conclusive answer when I Google. What's the deal with the Silas Burke house? Is it super haunted and full of murder? Oh, that is a good question. I don't, I've never checked to see if the Silas Burke house is anything. I don't know why <laughs> I always thought it was, like, like, we moved to this area when I was, like, 10 I think or uh-huh. 11 and I remember like in hearing in middle school and high school people talk about the Silas Burke house and I like they they weren't saying it in particular but I was like the Silas Burke house like why is that a la- I don't understand but I've never been able to find a conclusive answer for some reason in my head he was like he was like he murdered everybody in his family no, and then like, I left think them. that's I don't think Silas Burke <laughs> that might have just been like just little been budding you. true crime Courtney um... <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, probably not that, but I'm I'm pretty sure that there are other things. Um, I Is will he say just the guy who founded Burke? He's just Burke, yeah. Oh. He, he's literally just the that's Burke a guy. lot less exciting than my yeah, head canon. I mean, but we do have Bunny Man Bridge. We do. So that's that's, that's one true. thing. That's Julia true. keep is Julia. I told Julia she can take me. Yay! We're gonna Didn't go during the day. You're gonna do it like around your birthday. Yes, but marching band. That's true. <laughs> my my life is now opening up. Um, so you're going tomorrow. <laughs> no, she's she's at. Uh, she's, oh, that's right. Yeah, she's she's still. on vacation. Yeah. Um. But uh. Uh. Yeah, that's not Silas Burke was just a dude. Just a dude. Um. They. Just I like built, my. Have you been better. around that area recently? Mm-hmm. They have a giant like retirement home behind it now, yeah. built in the same style as yeah. the house. Our high school reunion was at a restaurant. I've been there. Oh. Boo. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so You yeah. know what's spooky? Time. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out of it. Right. Um, so, spoop on, spooping on, guys. Um, thank you for writing our five-star review, pee pants. <laughs> I love you. We love you. Um, um, send us your stories. Yep. Tweet at us. Uh-huh. Do spoopy things yeah it's november that doesn't mean that spoop season's it's over it's no shave november not no spoop november right um and yeah keep an eye out um we'll probably release a bonus episode around the same time that this goes up of our initial <laughs> podcast, podcast where we were just shit talking <laughs> murder in small town x um and go watch that on youtube and watch urban legends on amazon and eat good things the potato, potato one with white cheddar and wait for the john mulaney 
Kid special. Gorgeous. We endorsed a lot of shit today. We endorsed a shit ton of shit Someone today. give us money for endorsing this because <laughs> we're so good at it. And we have a five-star review yeah. on iTunes, which means our podcast, 100% five-star five stars. ratings. And that's how we're going to leave you. So spoop on, everybody. Stay spoopy. <laughs>